What is up, my Sunlight Samurais? You and Renauts. In this video, we're going to talk about goofy nipples, how to get rid of it, what causes it, what might make it worse, and then how to get rid of it. So a couple of years ago, I had mild gyno, what I would perceive to be gyno. It wasn't like glandular growth, but it was like a poofy nipple and was looking not good. And it was always bothering me because it was always on the left side, not on the right side. So I didn't know what to do. Should it be... What compounds should I be using? What should I be trying? Should I be dressing like a Roman? Right, so there's a clothing over this pic and I could have this one open. Couldn't go out into public because this nipple was tight and this one was poofy. Looked weird, made me really self-conscious. And so I have found what causes it and fix it for myself. And I want to share it with you guys how to get rid of that, what compounds might be making it worse and which compounds can help to improve it. All right, but before we dive into the video, quick share these fellers. Let me show you a great hack to consume your liver. So I got liver and some chicken breast and some fried banana. And this is my post-workout meal. So this is all about a great way how to consume your liver. So I know a lot of people, they are adverse to eating liver. So this is a fantastic way of completely masking the taste of your liver. And so the first time I had this, I just started eating liver. And so when my wife and I, we were dating, she wanted to prepare it like this for me. And initially I was like, banana and liver. Like, no, I don't want to have that. She was like, let me just, let me just make a feel. Let you just try it out. And I was like, okay, you know what? I don't want to hurt your feelings. I'll try it. But don't, but don't feel insulted when I throw it away if it's not good. So that was kind of like my expectation going into it. And I tried it like after the first bite, it's like, wow, I'm really surprised by how well this mixes. So I'm really ex happy that she showed me about this combination and I've been doing it ever since. It's so easy to make. As you can see, I sliced the banana in half so that you can fry them much easier. And trust me, like no matter how you cook the liver, this works. I've like completely boiled the liver dead. It was like a piece of rubber and then you add some banana to it. It's like, oh, this tastes quite well. All right, guys. So try it out. Great way to have your liver. Back to the video. So when we talk about gyno, we have to differentiate between gyno, gynomacastia, which is glandular growth, versus pseudogyno, which is that just fatty deposits under the nipple. And so if you squeeze yourself and you feel nothing there, but still poofy, right, it's not the same as gyno and it's a much easier fix, luckily. And so it depends on the size of the, uh, the gland that's already been developed. You can either go for surgery but that there are other compounds that you can use that can actually help to resolve your gyno. And then also we have to differentiate between puberty gyno versus adult gyno. Like when did you get it? If you're still in puberty, the number of cases, right, during puberty uh, that get gyno is gigantic. You can see like it really peaks between 13 and 14. Like most 13, 14 year olds seem to have gyno. And then it significantly drops almost to its lowest year by 17. And then year by 19, no one tends to have gyno anymore. So only 10% of boys at the age of 17 have persistent gyno. And the reason for this is still hormonal dysregulation, and it could be other comorbidities as well. And we will dive into that. Well, so the first one, the first thing that really matters when it comes to gyno is low DHT. Why do I say that? Because when you use a 5-alpha reductase inhibitor like finasteride or dutasteride or solvomethyl, there are other plant compounds as well, one of the big risks of using these compounds is going to be gyno. You're going to get poofy nipples or you can get glandular growth. That's one of the main side effects from using finasteride or compound that blocks DHT. 
Keep in mind, not everyone is going to get it, but it's a big risk factor. And then on the flip side, using something like Proviron, which is a DHT compound topical, is used to treat Gaia. So pumping in more androgens, non-aromatizable androgens into the body can help to get rid of gyna. And then also the use of antiandrogens, like androgen receptor blockers, can worsen gyna. So anything that basically blocks androgens from working can worsen or cause gyna. So these androgens would be, for example, a spirulolactone. Uh, we have cimetidine, which is an antihistamine. We have ketoconazole which is an antifungal compound, and then other uh, medications that used to treat prostate cancer, and they are androgen receptor blockers. So anything that lowers testosterone or that blocks the androgen receptor might cause or worsen gyno. The other one would be high estradiol. You might have heard this one before. High estradiol worsens gyno, and this is why they give people aromatase inhibitors. And that drops estrogen, and it helps to get rid of the gyno issues. But when you look at pharmaceutical aromatase inhibitors, they come with more side effects. So this is not necessarily something I would recommend. Maybe you could look into something more natural that will help to lower um, aromatase. But aromatase inhibitors is quite effective for treating gyno. And the reason for this is because it shifts the testosterone to estrogen ratio, the androgen to estrogen ratio, right? So DHT, anything that's androgenic to estrogen will help to treat gyno. And when you look at soy, for example, there was a few case studies of people that was consuming massive amounts of soy. Like, this isn't even massive, but they were drinking one liter up to three liters of soy milk a day. This was guys, men, and they completely tanked the testosterone and developed gyno just from drinking like one liter of soy a day. And then cutting it out reversed their gyno and erectile dysfunction that they developed, and it also restored testosterone levels. So the overconsumption of soy, which is well, phytoestrogens, rich in phytoestrogens, can also contribute to gyno. So depending on how sensitive you are to soy, maybe it's a good thing to just cut that out if you have gyno. Then some medications like anabolic steroids, like anadrol. We have drugs like Valium. We have um, Lanoxin, Dilantin, and something like HCG. So you might be wondering, what does HCG got to do with this? So HCG directly stimulates the aromatase. And so, yes, it does stimulate the testes to produce testosterone, but it also stimulates aromatase. You end up with a higher estrogen to testosterone ratio, which is really not good. All right, so TRT. Yes, TRT can actually cause or contribute to gyna. Why is this? Because you're using too high a dose, and too high a dose leads to too much estrogen. You're using the wrong type. So meaning you're using testosterone sepinate or testosterone nantide or using topical testosterone. So everyone responds different to the modality that they are using. So I've talked to people uh, that had done blood tests. So this one guy, he used uh, testosterone cream and his estrogen was just like off the charts from a testosterone cream. And then he went to testosterone nantide and everything gone down and he had the optimal or a better testosterone to estrogen ratio. And then on the flip side, I talked to another guy. He was using injectable testosterone and his estrogen was like off the charts, like 2000, right? It was off the charts. And then he switched to testosterone cream and his estrogen came into, into range. So he had a much better response to testosterone cream. So I can't recommend like, hey, you should only be using cream or you should only be using injection. It depends on how you respond to it. Do blood tests, see how you respond. And before jumping on aromatase inhibitor, maybe try something else. 
And also keep in mind, when you're on TRT, you might have to do it for a longer period of time. It's not like, hey, I did it for two weeks, this doesn't work for me, and try something else. Right? Sometimes it can take like a month or two or three for everything just to settle down in your body to get used to it. And then maybe you have to try something else. Like literally, um, you can experiment between testosterone sepinate versus testosterone enanthate. And you can get a different response just by using a slightly different testosterone. You can be using two infrequently. So there's a testosterone, a TRT group on Facebook. Um, I think it's called something along the lines of testosterone or TRT optimization. It has a longer name. I can't recall exactly. Uh, but they're big on not using aromatase inhibitors and just uh, using testosterone more frequently. And that resolves most of the hyperestrogenic symptoms that people might get from TRT without directly controlling estrogen. So instead of injecting once a week, which some doctors let you do, you should be injecting twice or thrice, in some cases daily. Because the, the more frequently you inject, the more stable your levels will be. And then also the more stable your estrogen will be. And then all of those estrogen symptoms go away. But if you are injecting like daily and you're still getting negative symptoms, maybe you have to try a different modality. Or you could have comorbidity. So this is common for people that have obesity and diabetes because they in general have an excess amount of aromatase. Fat tissue express aromatase and the more you have, the more estrogen you're going to produce. So if someone is obese, um, they will just automatically be creating more estrogen from the testosterone. And then the testosterone is actually not as effective at resolving their hypogonadal symptoms. And it might maybe even contribute or worsen gyno. Or then we have high prolactin. So this is prolactin definitely plays a role in gyno. And this high uh, prolactin can be caused by serotonergic drugs like antidepressants, anti-anxiety, anti-premature ejaculation drugs, um, like general SSRI drugs. One of the common side effects of SSRI drugs is poofy nipples or gyno. Antidopamine drugs, which would be like antipsychotics, and they block the dopamine receptor, less dopamine, higher prolactin equals gyno and sexual dysfunction. Then we have dopaminergic drugs that treat it, right? So they very commonly recommend bromocryptine or carbogolin to treat hyperprolactinemia. And that also helps with against gyno. Hyperthyroidism. This is when your thyroid is overactive, commonly in Graves' disease. So you're producing too much. And oftentimes, people with hyperthyroidism, they have high levels of estrogen, high levels of prolactin, and a higher risk of getting like sexual dysfunction and uh, gyno. Then also hypothyroidism. And so the, the so your hypothalamus secretes TRH. And TRH stimulates the pituitary to release TSH and also prolactin. So when your TSH is high, it's over two, you can expect your prolactin to be suboptimal as well. And so when someone is hypothyroid, um, testosterone production is lower. And then also DHT production is significantly lower because T3 is one of the most potent stimulators of 5-alpha reductase. So being in an optimal thyroid state will ensure an optimal androgen to estrogen ratio. Right? So have your thyroid hormones checked. Access of progesterone. And the reason why I have that icon in there is because I want to talk about train balloon. So this steroid has strong progesterone uh, agonistic effect. It agonized. It works, acts on, directly on the progesterone receptor. And that can contribute to gyna. So uh, progesterone and estrogen can actually work into synergy. Um, so progesterone can sometimes strengthen the effects of estrogen to cause a gyna. So train balloon, one of the common side effects of using train balloon is gyno because of that progesterone-like effect. Some people might say like they thought it was the, the prolactin, that prolactin, uh, trimbolone increases prolactin, 
but it's a much greater um, stimulatory effect on progesterone than uh, on prolactin. And so interestingly, when you use a aromatase inhibitor with trenbolone, it actually um, prevents the gyno and it can help to solve that. So as I mentioned, like progesterone strengthens the effect of estrogen. And so very oftentimes you will actually see people use progesterone and they get hyperestrogenic symptoms. And this is actually because if you have too much estrogen and now you put progesterone on top of that, it will strengthen the estrogenic effect of the progesterone. All right, then we have the stimulation of the estrogenic mechanisms are enforced by progesterogenic um, activity, as I just mentioned. And uh, high uh, progesterone can also be caused by a high stress state. So if you're chronically stressed, it might also increase the risk of getting gyno. Elevated estrogen and prolactin receptors in patients with Kleinfelter syndrome. So uh, people with Kleinfelter tend to have lower levels of testosterone, higher levels of estrogen, and also then they have elevated receptors, estrogen and progesterone receptors in the breast tissue that are more prone to getting gyno. And lastly, people with liver disease tend to have higher levels of progesterone. And again, like your liver can't really detox the estrogen that's in the body. So now you have high estrogen and progesterone and both of them work synergistically to cause the gyno. So the comorbidity, as I mentioned at the beginning, would be liver disease. So you can always check for like your liver enzymes, maybe get an ultrasound of your liver, see like how healthy your liver really is. Then we switch over to drugs. So drugs that can um, contribute to gyno would be SSRIs, antipsychotics, finasteride or dutasteride. We have uh, DPP-4 inhibitors, which is commonly used by people with diabetes. TRT, as we talked about, opioids, which is commonly used as pain medication. Some people are just addicted to it. Even some sleep medication or pro-opioid. Um, alcohol abuse, marijuana. There are some case studies of people that abuse marijuana and they get gyno. Uh, and calcium channel blockers can also contribute to gyno. And then in terms of conditions that might contribute to gyno, we have obesity on top. Like obesity increases the risk of so many diseases. So one of the best things you can do is just to drop an excess weight. Sleep apnea, because that messes with your hormones, the worse your sleep apnea is, the lower your testosterone is going to be, the worse your rectal function is going to be, and just the worse your overall health is going to be and contribute to gyno. Diabetes, uh, hyperthyroidism, as I mentioned, kidney failure, liver failure, and cirrhosis. And then malnutrition and starvation and uh, nutritional deficiency. So I list nutritional deficiencies as the condition because you can fix it just by eating right. So you want to make sure that if you have any of these conditions, try to address it as naturally as possible, lose weight, try to optimize your sleep apnea. Um, although CPAP is not ideal, it's obviously better than nothing. There was a study where they compared sleep apnea without CPAP and sleep apnea with CPAP, and the CPAP group was always doing better than the non-CPAP group. Uh, improve your insulin sensitivity, get on some medication if you have hyperthyroidism, um, optimize your health for like better kidney function, liver function, make sure you eat a nutritious, dense diet, the stuff that I talk about in the test to launch course, exactly how to maximize your diet for optimal testosterone and health, fix those nutritional deficiencies, right? Then how to fix it? First of all, use a non-aromatizable androgen. So if you want to go that route, something like Proviron, if you want to apply topically or an injectable like Mastron, for example. So these are DHT derivatives like Mastron. So you have more antigens in the body that can aromatize compared to estrogen and it will help to like balance that out and fix the gyno issues. An anti-estrogen, so serums like um, Clomid, for example, or Tamaxifen, those are serums that can help because it blocks the estrogen receptor in the breast tissue. 
that can help against gyno. We have aromatase inhibitors or DHT. So yeah, DHT is anti-androgenic, but it also helps to balance the androgen to estrogen ratio. Dopaminergic compounds, that could be like choline, bromocryptine, but I do prefer to do it the natural route. Like you have to find out why is my dopamine low in the first place and then fix that. So it could be a nutritional deficiency. It could be gut issues. It could be anything that causes dopamine to be low. Then improve your health condition. If you have hyperthyroidism, if you have hypothyroidism, gut issues, obesity, sleep apnea, really focus on that, fix it, and that will help to get rid of the gyna. All right, guys, so that was it for how to fix your gyno and poofy nipples. So you can do blood tests. Look at your testosterone, DHT, estrogen, your progesterone, cortisol, DHA, sulfate, uh, your thyroid function, right? Get a look of your hormones. Where is your hormones? What is potentially contributing to it? And then you can do a plan of action moving forward from there. You can also do something like a Dutch test, which is a urinary hormone test that will look at all of the metabolites, like the 5-alpha-5 beta metabolites of your hormones, the estrogen metabolites. So you get a, a look of the total androgen pool, the total estrogen pool, see what's going on. You can also do, for example, an organic acid test that would look at leaky gut, gut, if there's any kind of gut yeah, dysbiosis, gut issues going on, it will look at that, see if you have an issue there, what kind of nutritional deficiency you have, and so on. So these tests can be really helpful to identify, help you identify what's wrong and what you can do to address this guy now. But if you want to address it the natural way, I would definitely minimize estrogen and increase DHT. Those would be the two big ones. I do have an article on how to lower prolactin, estrogen, and increase DHT, and I will link those for you guys in the description below so you can check them out. All right, guys, I hope this was helpful, and this is exactly what helped me resolve my issues was to increase the HD, lower estrogen, and lower prolactin. All right, guys, if you found this helpful, please share with others, and I will check you in the next one. Cheers, guys.